Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Self Love Babe podcast. I'm your host, Genevieve Jackson. We are going to talk about how to love yourself, how to value yourself, how to show up for yourself with immense confidence, absolutely unapologetically by putting yourself at the forefront of your life and demanding respect from other people. How? By giving respect to yourself first and foremost. Welcome. You are safe here. Now let's turn the fuck up. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Self Love Babe podcast. As always, I'm your host, Genevieve Jackson. It feels good to be back. Last week, I just, you know, needed a break, you know, a, a mental break. I'm still feeling like that. I'm still feeling like a melted candle. Like if, if, if you could envision my brain it's like a melted candle. What did I what did I say the other day? I was like um I feel like mercury in retrograde is like taking my brain and putting it in a microwave. Like that's how I fucking feel. That's how I fucking feel and I don't know if it's relatable to anybody else. I don't know if anybody else is feeling sort of the same way that I am. But it's really fucking up my fucking style. You know what I mean? It's really fucking up my vibe. And that's when, you know, you got to get real with yourself and say like, okay, enough is enough. You know what I mean? We can sit here, we can complain. You know, we can sit here, we can, woe is me. We can sit here and say like, nothing ever goes right for me, you know, or whatever. And sometimes it's like, yeah, it's you, you know what I mean? It's you, it's you, you know? And so that's that's what I've been experiencing the past couple weeks. And I feel like, you know, and I'm not even going to be like totally dramatic where like I'm definitely having a good time. I'm enjoying my life. I'm There's good things that have happened to me like last night or was it last night? What's today's Sunday? Yeah. Last night, Jordan came over and she texted me like a week ago and she's like, listen, she's like, I'm coming over next Saturday and I'm watching Zarya and you and Jared just need to like go on a date, like just go on a date, like have a night out. I'm like, my God, what? Like, I don't think anybody's ever done that for us without us asking, you know? So it felt good that it was, it it was the first time before COVID, COVID happened, me and Jared were going out, you know, I think like once a week on a date. Um, and then COVID happened and you know what I mean? It's a big fucking shit storm. But, uh, so we haven't done that in a while. So it felt nice to, it kind of felt weird. Like it kind of felt like, first of all, bitch is tired. You know, a bitch is motherfucking tired. Like Jordan's like, yeah, you know, stay out as late as you want to. I'm like, um, yeah, no, I I just, I, I can't. So we went to dinner at this place called Taco, which is fucking awesome. Like I chose to go there. I just like, I'm all for food porn. You know what I mean? Like somebody that I know posted, you know, their taco from there the the prior night. And I was like, yep, I'm going there. I'm sold. I'm sold. Like I've been there before, but I was just like, that looks so good. So whenever we were deciding where to go, I was like, I want to go to this place. And so we went there. It was cool vibes. The bartender was like, you know, like we had this conversation, like the bartender was like one of those people that it was was like animated, but to the, to the most doing the motherfucking, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, what's up? How's it feel? How's it hanging? You sit at the bar and you're like, I'm, okay, bro. You know what I mean? You're like, you know, kind of cool. You know, he's like pep, pepping the motherfucking step. Maybe did a bump of coke before he got on the job. But, um, or, you know, he's like, what do you want to drink? I'm like, oh, so I got this mezcal drink, which every time, anytime I went to Mexico a couple years ago with all my, all my girlfriends and I just love mezcal. It's good. It's like smoky or whatever. If you haven't tried it, you should. Like, tequila is kind of like real and fucking tense. Like, tequila is like, all right, do you want to like maybe lose your body tonight and like, not remember where you put your underwear and like maybe sort of like go home with a strength. Like tequila's like, tequila's a fun time. But I, I, I was just like, I'm not really trying to do that 
you know, I'm not really trying to have a tequila night. So I, um, Mezcal is really, really good. It's a good kind of compromise. It's smoky, and I don't really know the history behind it. But anyways, if you haven't tried a Mezcal cocktail, you should. Um, but the guy's like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I think I'm going to get, uh, you know, this blank or whatever. He's like, that's an amazing cocktail. Yep, great choice. And what are you going to get? You know, Jared is like very stoic. He's very like read the room. He's very like, yo, bro, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm all like, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, thanks. Oh, my gosh, thanks. You know what I mean? I'm so glad, you know, glad I picked the drink, you know? What are you going to tell me? It's a bad drink? Like, I don't know. So Jared's like, um, what did he even get? I don't even know. Oh, he was like, he asked me what uh, the ingredient was in the drink. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'll ask. I'm like, excuse me, what is this drink? He's like, I was like, what is this ingredient? He's like, that is a blanka, 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 blanka. And then he like gave him, it was like, a, I don't even know. But he was just so over the top. Jared's like, um, yeah, that sounds good. You know, like, sounds good. But um, he was so over the motherfucking top. And then the... um. You you know it was just like that's how he gets his tips you know don't knock it you know I don't knock it I don't I don't I don't hate the hustle you know but it's like for me when I was a bartender when I was a server it was like if the audience was there I would do it you know what I mean if 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 I was feeling the vibe the energies of that other person I I could be like that weird bartender like for sure for sure but you got to know your motherfucking audience because like we're tired you know we're parents we're out for the first time in eons you know. And we're just happy to be out. Like, we're just ha- We could have gone to the back of a dumpster and had opened, you know, 240s and sat outside. Like, we wouldn't have given a fuck. But the fact that we were out and just uh, alone, childless for a, for a moment, we were cool. You know what I'm saying? So we got out. We're all like, oh, my God, goodness, you know? And then we get, you know, Chipper Mc... Chip and Chippersons, and he's like, but, um, yeah, I mean, he was cool, you know, I don't mind that, you know, like, I'm kind of like, (laughs) whatever, you know, but Jared's on like, lord, so I'm like, uh, you know, Jared doesn't eat red meat, and, um, when I'm with him, I usually don't, I'll eat steak, um, but ever since we got together, I don't really eat, like, I don't eat pork at all, um, I'll eat turkey for sure, and, um, but I, you know, steak on occasion, but anyway, so, um, I was like, I'll get the chicken tacos and he was getting the fish tacos and we were like, we'll, you know, split them or whatever. So he's like, I'm like, yeah, um, I'm going to get the chicken tacos. He's like, chicken. He's like, oh, the pollo. He's like, um, <laughs> he's a white, he's a white man. He was like, um, you know, don't get too crazy. Oh, whoa. Like, something like that. I'm like, dude, sh- shut the fuck up, okay? Like, let me just get my chicken tacos and whatever. He was fine. You know, it was just one of those things. It's like, okay, you know, here's Xanax. Chill out real quick. But Jared's like, that's how he gets his tips, you know? Like, you know, that's his thing. I'm like, you know, read the room. Know your audience. You know what I mean? If we're not playing back into the shit, then, you know, simmer down a little bit, Bill. Billy, simmer down. But, like, the people next to us loved it. Like, they were, like, all into it and whatever else. And so, like, know your motherfucking audience. Anyway, so we went out for the first time in a long time. We had a good time. And we, um, then we went, we were going to go bowling. Because I fucking, first of all, I fucking love bowling. I don't know if anybody listening is a bowling fan. But, like, I literally love bowling. And if you don't know anything about me, you know I'm very competitive. And um, my best friend Chelsea and I were going bowling for a while, like, every week. And we got kind of, we got pretty good. Like, I'm going to say we, we would literally just go by ourselves, face ourselves, but we got really good. And it was like, we would kind of compete with the people next to us and their, um, you know, leagues and stuff at the particular bowling alley that we go to. And we really thought about, we contemplated like joining a league, but you had to have, I think like a certain amount of people in order to join a league. And we were like, we literally don't have anybody that would join, but it was definitely a thing. So Jared is like, whatever you want to do on a date night, like I'm down for it. And you know, Jared is very like you know, he's very, like, think inside the box sometimes in terms of, like, social, socialness, social outings and things like that. He's very entrepreneurial, like, outside the box. Like, he's very, like, uh, wise and wisdom and outside of the box thinker that way. But in terms of social activities, he's very just, like, 
yeah, I don't know about that bowling. You know what I mean? I don't really know. I'm like, well, I want to go bowling, you know? And he's like, okay, like, whatever you want to do, like, whatever, it's fine. And I knew that he didn't want to go, but I didn't really care. I was like, you said whatever I want to do, and I want to go to bowling. And, like, we don't get a night out, and, and the bowling alley has, like, a bar. It's, like, really fucking fun, you know? And it's not one of those lame, like, trying to be, like, Coachella-y, you know, bowling alleys. It's, like, it was, like, this, it's this old-school bowling alley, like, near my house, and there's a bar, and it's, it's fucking cool, you know? It's good vibes or whatever. So after dinner, I was like, let's go to the bowling. He's like, we're really going. I'm like, yeah, we're really fucking up, okay? We're really fucking up. So we went, and we attempted to go, but it was sold out or whatever. So he's, so we went in, and he was like, oh, dang, this is actually really cool. It's actually really cool. I'm like, I fucking told you. Like, I fucking, I, I'm not going to, like, try to, like, have us have a bad night, you know? And he's like, we definitely have to come back here. I'm like, yeah, I fucking told, I hate to say I told you. So, like, the thing with Jared and I is always, like, he's very, like, you know, uh, antisocial, whatever, whatever. And I'm very clearly not. And so he will, like, kind of put up a whatever to my my ideas, my suggestions, because I'm very, like, crazy, of course, I know that, and so he's always like, oh, my goodness, like, I don't know, but then I'm telling you, I always know what the fuck is up, like, I'm always, like, I don't ever see us wrong, like, I always know what's, what's good, you know, what's goody, and he always has a good time with my ideas, so it's like, you know what, have a little more trust in me, have a little more trust in me, so we went, um, to another bar after and had, like, a couple drinks, but, you know, we were home at 11.30, and I was exhausted, um, but it was super nice of her to do that. Like, what the, f- I mean, like, how good of a friend is she? How good of a friend is she? But, yeah, it's just been weird. It's just been weird. And so Mercury has been in retrograde, and I don't even know what the, I really don't even know, really. And so I researched that Mercury is in retrograde in Gemini. So whenever that means, like, it's in a certain astrological sign, it's like things occur, you know, that's, uh, like, for that sign so like Gemini's are pretty like emotional and you know whatever whatever but I tried to do research about it and it just says so like Mercury and retrograded started on May 29th um and then it ends June 22nd and then she talked about like the pre-shadow and the post-shadow of Mercury and retrograde which is like another fucking layer and she's like actually even before Mercury and retrograde and when Mercury and retrograde is after the pre-shadow and the post-shadow you should actually still not be doing like it's still gonna be funky I'm like what the fuck so Mercury and retrograde happens four times a year like four times a year for three weeks three to four weeks and if you add the post pre and post shadow like you're just fucked and then she was basically saying like you don't make any decisions like you know it's like well what are you supposed to fucking do what are you supposed to fucking do like what is going on because I knew it's like you know the memes and shit it's like I'm like dude something is fucking up something is fucking up then I'm like oh of course Mercury's and motherfucking retrograde like of course like Mercury and retrograde can lick my fucking ass can lick the insides of my ass like sorry for kids around but it's just like I want to get vulgar like I want to I want to fight you Mercury and retrograde I really want to like square up like put on rings type shit like I really hate you I really fucking hate you you know you're messing up my vibes. But then he's like, you know, I always preach. You are what you think. You're in control. You're in power. So I, I allowed myself to have, you know, this time to just kind of be funky. You know, I allowed myself the time to kind of just like be annoyed, be over it, you know, but don't stay there, you know. And that's a talk that I had to have with myself. It's like, okay. Sure. If you want to be cranky, be cranky. If you want to be bitchy, be bitchy. If you want to be over it, be over it. That's fine. But don't let that shit attitude stay. You know what I mean? And so that's where self-awareness comes in. And a lot of people aren't self-aware. I feel like a lot of people are on cruise control. I know so many people that are on cruise control and they aren't really aware of their own decisions their own attitude their own actions which cause their demise or their you know evolution so you know what part do I play in this funk you know and it's then I gotta get real with myself it's like my 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 birth control has really caused me to be really hormonal like I don't I'm on the I'm on like a fake marina because I remember whenever I I was six weeks weeks postpartum and I went and got um you know, I went to get my birth control, and he was like, oh, do you want the marina? I was like, yeah. 
And he was like, um, there's actually like an off brand of Morena and it's like, basically he was probably like a rep or something for it or I don't even know how it works. But I was like, yeah, whatever, that's fine. I don't really care, whatever. So it's like Morena, but it's like a cheaper version of Morena. But it's really fucking with my hormones. It's really fucking with my hormones. And to be honest, I'm kind of like debating whether or not I want to get off of it. So, cause like a couple things, like on my period, I'm so emotional. I'm so, so emotional. And I'm, I'm just really used to being in tune with my emotions. I'm really used to being in control of how I feel. Um, and I feel like I'm not with this birth control. And I feel really bitchy and really agitated. And I do not like that, like really snappy. The other day, my dog, my dog Marley, like when he sleeps, he kind of like, you know, and I wanted to, I wanted to snap off. You know what I mean? Like I was sitting there watching TV and he's like, and I literally was like, a rage came over me, like a dark, literally like a a darkness came over me, you know? And I'm like, what is going on with me? So I've been debating, you know, whether or not I want to get off this birth control, but like, yikes, what's worse? Feeling hormonal, having another baby. I don't really know because I got pregnant on the Nuvering. So obviously that's out the pill. Fuck that. I can't do that shit. Um, I can't remember to take birth control ever. You know what I mean? It's just not, I had the next, the next Planon in my arm for, oh my goodness five years I think it was originally four years and then the FDA said that it actually was four so I think it was in my arm for five years but originally the neck split on I had such bad um spotting bleeding like I had uh, blood clots at the beginning for like six months of it I remember this one time I was in such pain like I was in the fetal position on my bed and a blood clot like the size of a golf ball literally came out of me it was insane but that, that part lasted about six months. But I tell you this, I got on birth control to prevent pregnancy for, right, obviously. And then on the next one on, I was spotting so much that I wasn't having sex, which like, you know what I mean? It's just like, whatever. Anyway, so the next one on, I didn't, I don't want to go through that. I don't want to go through that shit. And it's like, as women, dude, we got to go through a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to prevent you know, why, where are the men at? Where are you at? You know, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't, why isn't there? Because they're fucking irresponsible. You know, they're childish. They, they, men are already, can you imagine a hormonal man? Like, oh my Lord, they're already hormonal. They're already testy. They're, you know, the things that we have to go through as women, I tell you, I fucking tell you. Anyway, so that was, you know, coming into play. Um, then this Mercury and motherfucking retrograde, which, like I said, can lick my ass. And I've just feel been feeling like blah, you know? And I just, like, last week I just really needed, like, a break. A mentally, a mental break. And, you know, I hope I didn't disappoint anybody by not um, doing episode 17. But I have a lot of big shit on the way. So I've... You know, Jared keeps telling me, like, he's like, you got to figure out when you're going to do, like, end your season one and go into your season two. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I researched kind of, like, how many people, like, how many episodes per season one and podcasts, all that shit. And, like, you know, if you didn't know this, I'm, I'm, I have no prior experience with any of this stuff. So I'm doing all of this stuff based upon my own research and, you know, just have myself to kind of lead me, um, like, the blind leading the blind here. But I, so I decided, I don't know if it's right or wrong. I don't know if I just made it up, but I'm going to do 20 episodes in my season one. I'm going to take maybe a two week break, like a one or a two week break. Um, and then I'm going to seriously, um, I actually started already, but I'm going to plan my season two, 20 episodes of season two. I'm going to have guests. Uh, I think maybe like every other episode I'm going to have guests, maybe more. I'm not sure. But it's going to be out the motherfucking chain. It's going to be out the motherfucking I don't do anything little. I don't do anything, like, small. I'm always, like, go for the motherfucking gusto. Like, I'm just, like, bigger, 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 bigger. And I'm just into this shit. I really am into this shit. This is a passion of mine. I just love it. I love connecting with people. I love, I could talk to, I always say, I could talk to, um a treat and leave and say we had a really interesting conversation. I am like that bartender, but not as annoying, you know? 
hey, to some people, I maybe, I really, really might be. But you know, I just, I'm getting out of my funk. I'm getting out of my funk. And in two days, Mercury retrograde is over. So I can't use that as, that as an excuse anymore. But, um, you know, two songs have really stuck out to me this week. So in my classes last week, I did Beyonce first Rihanna. So I was listening to a lot of Beyonce throughout the week, trying to plan for my class um, playlist. Two songs you need to listen to this week is Flawless by Beyonce, but not the remix. The remix is good with Nicki Minaj, but just the regular Flawless um, by Beyonce. I listened to it right before I, I always pregame with myself before I record and I listen to like hype music, but it's just like, wake up flawless. Like because of copyright, I can't play the, play the song as the intro, but like I would have came out playing that song. Like, Hey everybody, wake up flawless. It's me, your girl. Like that shit is, I always envision myself like having a, you know, when you watch a TV show and it has the intro song and I know now times have evolved and there's not really, remember those like long intro songs they would have before the show started, like shows like Dexter or, you know, you know, whatever. HBO shows, there's, there's always like a, what's the vampire show I'm blanking that I fucking love. Um, oh my God, Chelsea and I were obsessed with it. Blanking the name because I've just... Again, my brain's in the microwave. But intro, like there's always an intro. But that would be my intro song coming out or like envision that, you know, the, the boxing match, not boxing, um, wrestling matches when they come out with the smoke and they come out from the top and they come all the way down. Like that would be my song. Wake up, like mm, Beyonce just gets me. She just fucking gets me. And so I did uh, Beyonce versus Rihanna. And, like, literally it just depends on my mood. Like, really depends on my mood, like, who I pick first. Like, Beyonce is so subtly, like, yeah, I have it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, I'm not, she, you know, she's never said, like, I'm the baddest bitch ever, maybe in some of her songs, but she's very, like, she's a Virgo, you know? She's very just, like, my actions speak for myself. I don't, you know, I don't need to post about my life. I don't need to post on stories. I don't need, this is just who I am, and I got, I got, I got it. So she's very, like, unspoken uh, confidence, unspoken attitude, like unspoken that she's just the queen, you know? And then there's Rihanna, who's just like a fucking bad bitch. Like she had had a mullet. She looked good. Like she can wear whatever the fuck. Like, you know, there's always like outfits. You're like, well, I don't, nobody can get away with that, but Rihanna could get away. You know, she's not Rihanna. Like Rihanna can literally wear anything. She could wear a paper bag and it would be like, wow, it looks so good. Who's the designer? You know, who's the giant eagle, you know, like who fucking knows? But she, so it just kind of depends on my mood of who I think sort of is the queen at that moment. But last week, like, you know, usually for me, it is Rihanna. Like, sometimes I'm like team Rihanna, you know, for sure. And I feel, feel like usually I am Rihanna just because I'm so like quirky and outside of the box. And I feel like I can really relate more so to her in that respect. But Beyonce, I'm telling you, like her music is so... Whenever she came out with Lemonade, is that the is that what the, her album was called? I don't even know what the fuck her album was called. But where uh, Jay Z cheated on her and like that was her out like that. Ooh, child! Like that was and I wasn't even going through a breakup. I don't think. Maybe I was. I don't know. Like a breakup where I wasn't actually dating the person and we quote unquote broke up, but we never actually dated. Maybe like one of those. Maybe one of those, but. Next level, next level. So another, okay, so the number one song you should be listening to going into this week is Flawless by Beyonce. Another song that you need to be listening to is Freedom by Beyonce. I feel like this song is so amazing. And, and I want you to think about it when you listen to the song. I want you to stop right now, pause the podcast, listen to Freedom. Um, hop back on and, and start. But think of this song in terms of breaking free from yourself, breaking free from your own doubts, breaking free from your own fear, breaking free from your own restrictions that you place on yourself. Because a lot of the times it's like, man, I always say this in my classes and I probably said this on the podcast, but it's like, imagine a room full of your biggest haters or imagine a room full of your biggest doubters. And what I imagine is me in a room of mirrors, you know, 
and I just see myself because I feel like without validation from yourself, without like yourself saying, yes, I agree with that, then nothing else matters. So it's like, so so so-and-so can say whatever the fuck they want about me, but until I believe it as truth or I let it, you know, then it doesn't matter because if I hear what they say about me or I hear what they think about me and I'm like, I don't give a fuck, it's not going to rock me. But if you're doubting yourself and you're fearful and you're what, it's going to hurt you. But you have to validate it as fact. You know, you have to validate what other people say about you as truth. And a lot of the times, too, fear is what stops us from greatness, you know? It's like perfection is an illusion. Perfection does not exist. And so a lot of the times we're so hard on ourselves with like, oh, I need to be doing this or I need to be doing this or I'm not good enough or I'm not says who like what like where did that even come from like we put such pressure on ourselves to be perfect but perfect does not exist nobody's perfect like yeah you may see like people on instagram who appear to be perfect who have these like great photoshop pictures and who probably go at home at night and sulk and say like i hate myself and aren't you know never will never so you never know like stop doing that so it's like break free from your own fear, from your own doubt, from your own insecurities. Like I always say this in my classes, but it's like that apology that you're waiting for from somebody, stop waiting for it. You know what I mean? You're going to be waiting for a really long time. Stop. The only person that you can control is yourself. And until you master the idea of that, until you master the magnitude of that, you can only control yourself you can only control your actions you can only control how you react to certain situations how you react to certain people how you you know it's just like you know this week I really just had to be like slap myself and be like I need to really get real with myself because I really was and am I can say but I am coming out of it I want to break free listen to that song um I want to break free of this funk that I'm in. And it is so easy to completely collapse into that and to completely let that become your narrative of just like, I'm never good enough or like, uh, you know, it's like, dude, stop. And that comes with self-awareness. It's like people who aren't self-aware, I can't vibe with you. Like people who literally aren't at that point and may not be at that point ever it's really hard for me to be friends with people like that. I remember for so long, I would always, that would be kind of my biggest gripe with friends or family members. And it's like, because I've always been on a journey of self, a journey of bettering myself, a journey of getting real with myself and really looking at my soul and being like, yeah, I can't control everybody else. Yeah, I can only control myself. So because of that fact, I got to get real with me. You know what I mean? I got to really be transparent with myself and like say, you know, I got to work on this. I got to work on this. I got to work on this. But not in like a self-deprecating way. Not in like, oh, you need to work on this because you fucking suck. No, it's like, I want to work on this because I want to evolve. Because I want to get to that next level. You know, that next chapter of me, of my life. So that I can keep evolving. So that I can really get to the ultimate version of myself. And there you have to realize that like, there are so many people who won't ever be at that place. Um, I always say like every bad thing that's ever happened to me was for a reason, right? If, you know, all this bad shit didn't happen to me, then I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Um, cause it's like, man, it's hard. To, I really just said this to Jared the other day, but it's like, it's really hard for me to relate to people who haven't been through it, you know? Um, and I hate to say that, and it's not always true. It's not always true, because there are friends of mine who are cl- I'm close with um, that, you know, just have had a really good family, a really, like, cookie-cutter family and whatever else, and they're just cool, and they have a great personality, and I vibe with them. But it's like my two best friends, Nomi and Chelsea, you know, we all come from mothers that are, like, off the fucking chains, you know? And so we all relate in that way because we're all like, yeah, you know, growing up I felt isolated alone because I'm like, oh, I, you know, I'm just, this is just me that's going through it. And then I, you know, have my two best friends who also have this very similar experiences to me. I mean, obviously all a little, a little, dif- a little different, but it's, it's kind of hard for me to truly 
connect. I'll say the word connect. I can relate to anybody. You know what I mean? I can vibe with most people. I can, you know, be friends with most people. I really can. If you're cool, down to earth, funny, you know, kind, I'm, I'm nine times out of 10, I'm, 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 I'm vibing with you. But if I want to get down to the nitty gritty, it's like the people that I truly connect with on a sort of, sort of like a soul level, or like a friend soul level is like the people who've really, who, who were broken and put the pieces back together themselves. And like I said, there's like some like Chinese proverb. I forget, you know, I butcher shit, butcher shit all the time, but it's like, um, there's this bowl and it breaks and then it puts the pieces back together with like gold or something like of that nature. But it's saying like through that break, they were put back together actually stronger than before. And I feel like because of all this shit that I've been through, I'm wiser. I really am. I can, I can sort of see toxicity before it even occurs. Not all the time. Not all the time because I'm still learning. But I definitely have learned a lot about other people. I've learned a lot about myself and I've learned what my bottom line is. You know, I always say like everybody's bottom line is different, which you tolerate. Somebody else might not tolerate. You know, you kind of have to figure out and sit with yourself and say like, what's your bottom line? And, 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 and what are you willing to tolerate? And what aren't you willing to tolerate? I mean, these are questions you have to have with yourself. And if you haven't had them, this is the time to start to have them because things that you can do to get to know yourself better at your core is how you're going to, you know, be uh, like the motherfucking Buddha, the motherfucking all is all knowing, you know, and not like on a narcissistic level, just like knowing yourself through and through. And we're constantly evolving. We're constantly changing. You know, we have, we have, um, we are constantly growing, hopefully, but we have so many different versions of ourselves. Like the, the only constant ever is change, right? And it's like who you were yesterday might not who you, who you be who you are today. We're constantly evolving and changing. And that's something that we can expect. But, you know, we're discovering ourselves. But at our core, we're pretty, you know, we're pretty much who we are. And um, I just think it's important to get to, you know, that's why I love putting myself in, myself in uncomfortable situations because I stay learning things about myself. Like over the past five years, I've realized I have really bad anxiety, which I did not know that I I had. Um, and if you would have asked me 10 years ago, if I would ever to have to get anxiety, I would be like, what the fuck? No. Cause I just, that's, you know, it's just not, not a trait that you would think that I would think that I would have. But, um, again, you're always evolving constantly. And if you would have asked me four years ago if I would have a child right now, I would say, no, absolutely not. So it's just like, you know, and then that, that, you know, me being a mother has, has brought out other layer, like a a new layer of me, uh, so many different other qualities in me that I didn't even know that I, that I possess. So it's like, we're constantly changing, evolving, getting to know ourselves, new, new things coming up and, you know, the more we're in tune with how we operate, with how we, you know, are, with how we handle situations, the better, you know, the better. So, you know, just a couple questions that you can ask yourself. And this can be in relationships with other people. This can be lovers, friends, uh, family members. I always say that lovers, friends, family members, like the three, the three mains, um, but also relationship with yourself. Um, it's like, what do you need to be happy? What do you need to be happy? Because like a lot of times shit will happen and you'll be feeling a certain way and um, and you're not sure why. You know, like sometimes you have like just get bad butterflies and you're just like not really sure why you're feeling like that. It's just like things kind of seem like out of whack, like kind of like unattainable or, you know, it just seems like you're not at peace really. And so, but when you take a moment and just like sit with yourself, and this this is what I had to do this, these past couple of weeks, is really that I'm like, something's going on with me, but I don't know what. And it's bigger than just surface shit, you know? It's like something's up, you know? And I really need to just be like, girl, what the fuck is up? Like, what the fuck is up? You know, I don't want to, I don't like feeling like this. Like every day I want to wake up and feel good. I want to feel happy. I really do. And I know a lot of people, like, I know a couple of people in my life who are just like really glass half empty kind of people. 
And I'm really like a glass half full kind of person. And, you know, I know that positivity is not something that can happen every day, but I want it to, you know, I want it to, I do. And so, so what do you need in order to be happy? Physically, mentally, spiritually, like, I really just want you to think about it, write it down. I'm, I'm such like a list maker. I love writing stuff down. Even if I literally throw the list away, it just like makes me feel good. But it's like, what do you need? What are like some like things that make you ha- happy? Like a- act like you're, you know, writing a recipe for lasagna, but you're writing a recipe for you, you know? And like, what are the ingredients needed in order for me to be happy? Um, you could do things in 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 terms of, of simple things like, okay, roof over my head, you know, running water, electricity, um, food, obviously, you know, cool. That can be a layer. Another layer can be like, I really need exercise. That's something that makes me really happy. I really need love, like, you know, either self-love or love from another person. Because I've I've done both. I've been in a relationship and out of a relationship. I really need good friends to be able to vent to. You know, I really need uh, um space to myself, time to myself. Um, and recently I'm I'm feeling like that. I'm kind of feeling like, you know, like I just need like a moment. You know, I just need a moment to myself. And I feel like that is something that makes me happy that I'm not giving myself like just a moment just to sit with myself, sit with my, I feel like I'm just so go, go, go. And it's like, especially being a mom, like I'm just so like, oh, I feel like a sort of like a fucking tornado recently. And I'm just like, I just need, you know, what do, and, and, and again, it's like, I had to have a conversation with myself. Like, what do you need in order to be happy? You know? And really get detailed in this in this ingredient list, in this recipe list for you and what you require from yourself and from other people. Like, we'll get to the other people. But right now, we're asking, what do you require in order to be happy from you? What's your recipe of happiness according to you? Um, what are your, what do you require? What are your non-negotiables? Like, what are your things that are like, I will not settle for this, 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 this. I just will not. I won't. Like, for me in a relationship, I will not fight. It won't happen. Like, I I remember whenever Jared and I first got together, I said to him, I was like, listen, I know, because it had been a problem in my past dating where, like, people, somebody said to me one time, like, why don't you fight, you know? Cause I don't, I just, I've watched my parents fight for years and years and years. and They're fucking miserable. That's something that I will not do. I will not fight. I will not bicker. It's not cute. It's not sexy. I don't, I, this is not for me. So it's like you really, and some people can say like, oh, I don't care. Like it's not a big, it's whatever. It's not a big deal to me. But again, that's a question you have to ask yourself. Like what are your non-negotiables for you in a relationship with those three, the top three lovers, family members, friends. Um, but what are your non-negotiables? My non-negotiables are, um, I will be treated with respect. That is like a non-negotiable. You are not going to yell at me. Like when it's something triggers me when somebody like yells at me, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's like a, that's a non-negotiable. Like I'm, it's not fucking happening. You're not going to fucking yell at me. You're not going to fucking yell at me. The word shut up makes me, it's a trigger in me. I don't know why something about that word, um, you know, and how do I know that? Because I've sat with myself for years and had discussions with myself for years about these things. And so now there's so much knowledge and there's so much knowledge, there's so much power in knowledge because I know that about myself. So I've had conversations with the people in my life about these triggers or my non-negotiables or whatever else. But I had to get to have that realization and there's so much power in, in that, in that, um, in that aspect. So like, what are your non-negotiables? Um, I need, you know, I just, you know, I'll use a relationship as an example cause it's just easy cause I'm in one and whatever. I, I need a gentleman. Like I really need a gentleman. I need someone who like opens my doors for me who, you know, I'm just, that's, that's just a non-negotiable for me. Um, in terms of myself, a non-negotiable would be, 
again, it can kind of go in, it can sort of correlate with what makes you happy, but, but non-negotiables, non-negotiables for me are like, it is this or not. Like I can't, I'm not bending on this. I'm not bending on it. And you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to. And everybody's different, but you need to know what your non-negotiables are. So the more that you know what your non-negotiables are and what makes you happy, the less bullshit that you'll tolerate. And, um, you know, like I said, I feel like in terms of lovers, in terms of relationships, each relationship that I was in, every time I learned something about myself, where I was like, oh, no, 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 that's never happening again. That's never fucking happening again. So I started to really like, get my list together of my non-negotiables. And again, I had to suffer through shit to get to the other side. But because of those bad situations that I was put in, I did figure out what my non-negotiables are. Like, that's not fucking happening to me ever again. You're not going to raise your voice at me. You're not going to, you know, we're not going to fight. And then, you know, I've just, through experience growing up and seeing my parents fight, I have also my non-negotiables with, you know, what I'm not willing, you know, what I'm not willing to put up with. And so I have that list. So then my non-negotiables of myself, you know, like, no, we're not gonna, you're not gonna be a sappy, sad bitch. Like that is a non-negotiable, negotiable for me. You're not, I'll, I'll give you a day or two or a week. This is me to me, um, to sulk. And then we're getting the fuck out of there. We're, we're getting back at it. My non-negotiables, I always have to have a job. My non-negotiables, I'm always hustling. I'm always trying to make money. You know what I mean? That is a non-negotiable to me. Um, you know, and these are, you know, again, have a list. Just like have an ongoing list. Like I have so many notebooks. Like I'm such a notebook fanatic. Every time I go to Target, I get a new notebook. Like I love, there's something so therapeutic about pen to paper. Pencils give me weird vibes. Like Something about the fact that you can erase. It's just like, I'd rather scribble a pen than erase a pencil. But really just get a fucking notebook and start writing, you know? And not a, you know, it doesn't even have to be like a journal. This is just like your thoughts out loud. You know, your thoughts on paper. Something is so wonderful about just like your thoughts on paper. And to me it is. Like, you ever know when you go to a restaurant and the, the server gives you a pen and you write the pen? Um, you sign your name and it's like a, a really nice smooth pen. I always steal it. Like I always steal that. I just love pens to paper. There's something about it in me that is just like so therapeutic. Therapeutic. Yeah. So, all right. So number one, what do you need to be happy? Number two, what do you require? What are your non-negotiables? Um, what do you need to work on? And then this is also when self-awareness comes in. What do you need to work? I know... I, you know, I can be really uh, kind of passive aggressive. Sometimes I can be, um, you know, I'll make little comments instead of like saying actually how I feel, like little snarky comments instead of actually being like, hey, this is like how I feel. And actually Jared was the one who kind of called me out on that. I'm like, uh, for example, say, say the issue was dishes or whatever because uh, the kitchen's kind of like my duty in our house. And so say I'm like, yeah, because you like never, yeah, you just like never clean the dishes or you never even do that. Like something rude like that. Because obviously it bothers me. So, but instead of saying like, hey, listen, you know, I realize that you don't really help with the kitchen a lot. You know, this is kind of like, would you help? But instead it comes out of me being like a cunt, you know, and bitchy. So I think one time Jared was like, "What? what's up? What's up? He's like, "What? what's going on here? You know, and it checked me and I was like, wow, that's the thing I do. And I don't like it. And um, I think, you know, I think I know that my mom does it. So it's clearly something that I've gotten from her. Um, you know, we have a lot of things. It's not like a, that's not a diss. It's just like, you know, Apple never falls too far. But so I was like, wow, I really don't. Wow, I really don't like that. And so I actually, to be honest, because Jared is very, very honest and very, very transparent and very, very blunt. Sometimes it hurts my feelings, but I'd rather him be like that than not. But when he says things to me about myself, I kind of like it because I'm like, all right, maybe that momentarily hurt my feelings. However, I didn't really realize I did that, but you're right. I really do do that. I make those snarky comments when a conversation could just occur and make everything better. So, you know, come up with a list that you need to work on. A list that you need to work on and be real with yourself. You know what I mean? There's, you're doing yourself a disservice 
If you're like, I'm perfect, I have nothing to work on. That's, shut the fuck up. Yes, you do. You have some, you have a lot of shit to work on. It's, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, so it's not going to happen all at once. But, you know, slowly but surely you can start really trying to just be like, hey, you know, for me, I was late all the time, you know, and I was just like, I got it. I really don't like that about myself. I don't. And I really want to start. It's such a sign of respect to be on time or actually even to be early in. I need to do that. I need to work on that. Um, another thing could be like, I, oh, a thing that I don't like that I do is like, I say sorry all the time for when it's unnecessary. And I noticed that actually the other day I was at work and I had a customer and I did something. I was just on the phone with them. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she was like, you don't need to be sorry. And I, I, and I, I was like, oh my God, why am I doing, doing that again? You know? So it's like, think about things that you need, that you would like to work on and not self-deprecating things like, oh, I hate, I'm so fat or so ugly or I have like this or like, don't be like that. This, that's not the vibe we're doing. We're doing like things that can help us be a better person. At the end of the day, things that are going to make us help us aid to our come up you know? And so what do you need to work on? What can you change in your current situation? Currently what's happened? What can you, what are you, what do you have the power to change? Cause there's certain things that are sort of like out of our power, you know what I mean? And, and we really, but what can you change? Actually get real with yourself. Like what really can you be like, yeah, I, I could change that. You know, I could change. There's a, some types, some type of meme on Instagram that was like, um, I have like a million things to, to do. And for two weeks I sat and thought about all the, the things I need to do. And one day I just did them. And it took me five minutes. Like, it's like, yeah, bitch. Like, you know, the more you obsess over it and you're like, Oh my God, I have so much, just fucking do it. Just start. Like, that's why I think the list method is the best method ever because there's nothing like checking off something on your list. And so then all you do is like look at the thing on the list, the first thing on the list and focus the th the, on the first thing on your list. You know, it's like one thing at a time. Let's be realistic with ourselves, with our journey of self, with, you know, the things that we're working on with trying to better ourselves. Let's be realistic. You know, what, what, go, when it goes wrong is when we're trying to work on everything. We're like, I want to change this, 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 this. And then we don't end up changing anything because, you know, we, it's just overwhelming. You know, it's overwhelming. Reassess your desires and purpose. Yeah, reass reassess your desires and purpose. This is a big one that kind of was like, I just put in there. Like, yeah, reassess your des desires and purpose. But it's like really like, all right, currently, you know, think about your desires and your purpose. Are what is what you're doing right now aligning to those things on your list of your desires and your purpose? And if it's not, why? And if it's not, how do you get there? You know, a lot of the times, obviously, we're working to pay our bills to live to survive. Great. But there's also another quote that's like, you know, are you going to work your job and, you know, work for someone else's dream? Are you going to work for your own dream? And I'm not saying everybody needs to be an entrepreneur because I don't think that's true. Some, you know, a lot of people aren't uh, really cut from that cloth. However, even if it's a hobby, you know, are you doing things that make you feel good? What's, what's your purpose ultimately? Um, I know it's not sitting behind a desk and doing accounting. I mean, fuck, maybe it is. And if it is, I'm not knocking your shit. But what are you really passionate about? And, you know, that might not take one sitting. Maybe it'll take a while to figure that out. But what are you good at? You know, what really, when you have free time, what are you doing? You know, that's, that's, that's progressive. And I'm not talking about sitting and watching Netflix. And, hey, maybe that's a sign, too. Maybe you really like Netflix and you want to get into starting writing some stories, some storylines, or you want to start directing, or you want to start getting into film or whatever. But, you know, think about what you're good at. You know, I'm getting into the process now of opening another business 
Um, I, you know, I am, I'm just telling you, uh, you know, I'm all about manifesting and making connections and networking. And I really started from ground zero with zero help. And I'm not saying, and trust me, I'm going to help my kids financially and all that stuff. Like I'm going to, but the fact that I didn't have any help at all has taught me a lot of lessons. And I'm, I'm really blessed for the place that I've gotten into that, that I'm in now. But um, I'm about to start on another business venture where I'm going to be, um, you know, working hard. Um, and, you know, this past week, that's also another reason why I've been so stressed. But this past week, I'm like, okay, so this next business venture is going to be put into my lap. And it's really good. You know, it's really good. But let's, before it gets overwhelming and I'm too out of line and I'm so stressed and I'm running myself thin, let's think about how, you know, some of my non-negotiables that I have to kind of, you know, go through that list again. You know, what I need to reassess about going to this next business venture and how I'm not going to deplete myself of energy, of passion, you know, because a lot of the times if you start depleting yourself, those, those, your, those pur- your purpose and your desires start to kind of be put on the back bar because you're like, I am so fucking stressed. And so what started off as something really great and really positive and, and something that was supposed to be, you know, aligned with, with you know, your ultimate goals starts to become draining. And so you don't, and so what I had, I had to have the conversation with myself, like, how do I stop that from happening? Because I can foresee that happening. I can, because I have a lot of my plate, you know, I have a lot of my plate of what I'm doing because I'm trying to navigate what works, what doesn't work, what I like. I'm trying to figure it all out. I'm trying to figure it all out. And, you know, you got to be easy on yourself. You got to be also realistic with yourself. You got, and that's why these lists are so important. And so I think these four questions, these four questions can, can bring about a lot of thought, a lot of spark, a lot of questions that, that can lead you to, you know, your, your purpose, how you're feeling. It can lead you to, wow, I didn't know that I needed to work on that. Um, it can lead you to, to some realizations and, and, and you can really start to be self-aware and say like, the only person that I can change is me. The only, the only, you know, thing that I can change is my thoughts, how I feel, you know, my actions. That's it. That, I'm telling you, there's so much power in that. And I think once we start to get real with ourselves and slap ourselves out of this funk, I'm telling you, and I don't know if I'm the only one feeling this, but this funk has been real. It's really been like a poison, to be honest. And no, I really haven't been negative. I haven't been like, I'm just not, I'm not a negative kind of person, but I've definitely been on cruise control for sure. I've definitely been on cruise control. I don't like it. I, I'm, I'm the kind of person who likes to be in control of myself. You know, I like to be happy. I like to be positive. I like to be outgoing and fun. And I think too, I'm just tired. I'm just really tired. And, 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 you know, when I don't sleep, I am really just angry and bitchy and moody. And I don't like that. I really don't like that. So let's go over the four things on this list again. What do you need in order to be happy? What do you require? What are your non-negotiables? And those two can go hand in hand. I think they're a little bit different. But what do you need to be happy? What do you require? What are your non-negotiables? Okay. Um, what do you need to work on what can you change in your current situation what's in your power that you can change in your current situation and reassess your desires and purpose think about your desires your purpose you know why were you placed on this earth for 85 90 maybe a hundred years. It's not just to wake up, go to work, come home, eat dinner, go to sleep. It's not that you have a, you have a purpose. And a lot of people don't even tap into that potential in that 85, 90, hundred years. They don't. It's that zombie shit. You know what I mean? I'm not about that zombie shit. I'm really not. I'm really not. I'd rather be broke, poor, 
than doing that mundane shit. And, you know, my life is harder because of that, because of that reason, because I'm like, I, I want to chase the high that is my passion, my purpose, my, you know, who, who I am, what I was meant to do. You know, I believe I was meant to change lives. I really do in any capacity and in really any capacity in, in from going to TJ Maxx and, you know, having a brief conversation with the cashier, you know, it could be in that small of a magnitude, but that is kind of like, that is a, that's really a passion of mine. Like we went to taco yesterday and this guy had this like cool look, like he kind of looked like a weird owl. And, and I was like, hey, dude, I just want to say like, I'm really digging your look. I'm really digging your look. You know, it's just like, I'm weird like that. Like, that is, that's like a passion of mine is to just, like, compliment people authentically and to really let people know that, like, wow, I noticed that. I really noticed your look. I really, it's really cool, you know? But I only do it when I mean it. Because if you do it, like, the mean girl way, like, I really like your shirt. I fucking hate that shirt. Like, don't do it like that. Be authentic. But so that I've discovered ever since I was younger that I really, it makes me feel selfishly, it makes me feel good. And then I am, I'm, I, I open myself up. I meet people that way. You know, I, 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 I network that way, but that's not even my main goal. It's really just like, I just have an interesting life because I'm like that, because I'm like, oh, I like your, you know, da, 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 da. you know, and then I get myself into weird situations too. Cause I'm like an open book. And then I'm like, why the fuck did I open my mouth? I should have shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah, Jared always says that he's like, like, I'm telling you everywhere I go, people talk to me everywhere I go. Like there's some encounter that happens or some conversation that happens. And it's not even half the time. It's not even me starting it, sparking it, fueling it. And Jared always says like, you just have an energy about you. you just have an energy. I went to the park, like every kid I'm telling you, I was at the park, took Zari to the park. Every kid's coming up to me, wanting me to play. I'm like, I just don't understand. Like why are all these kids coming up to me? There's like a hundred people at the park. I know like 40 people at the park. All these kids come. This one kid came up to me out of the blue, out of the motherfucking blue and started karate chopping the air. It's like, look at my kick. Ooh. And I'm like, cool. That's awesome. You know, that's so cool. And then like all these kids, I, I was, I felt like that, ep that movie, the Santa Claus one, when he was at the park and he was the Santa Claus and all these kids kept coming up to him and telling him, you know, what they wanted for Christmas. And he's like, what the fuck? And all the parents were like, what the fuck's going on? Cause he was Santa Claus, you know? They're like, I want to tell you. That's how I feel in my life in general. Like people just, you know, are, are, I don't know if it's a vibe that I'm putting out and maybe that I need to tweak something. It definitely makes my life interesting. It definitely makes my life interesting. But Jared always says that about me. He's like, you just have this energy about you that like people, you know, think they can talk to you. And, and I'm telling you, sometimes it works not to my benefit. Like sometimes people are telling me the weirdest shit about them. I've had people cry to me, strangers, complete strangers cry to me. And I'm like, I'm just like on the bus on my way home. I don't, I don't even know what just fucking happened. You know, I don't, I don't even know where that came from, but find your purpose, find your passion. What sets you on fire in a good way? You know, what fuels you the fuck up? And if you don't know yet, that's okay. That's why we have these talks. That's why we have these lists that we write out. And the more, the more you get in tune with yourself, in touch with yourself, the more you vibe with yourself, the more you kind of like get familiar with your energy, you know, and you start to dive into hobbies or whatever else, you start to find, you'll start to find your group. You'll start to find your passion. You'll start to find your desires and your purpose. And I don't know. I just, that's kind of like the conversation that I had with myself this week. I had to get real with myself. I had to have like, get, get self-aware and, you know, life is really hard. You know, life can be really hard, but it can also be really, really beautiful. And it depends on the lens that you're looking at. It depends on the lens that you're looking at. You know, it's like, imagine if your whole life you've needed glasses and you didn't know you needed glasses. And so everything was just fuzzy and you just didn't even know there was a life where you could see clearly. So you're just like every day going around, like squinting your eyes, like kind of miserable because like everything's fuzzy and you're just like, well, whatever. I'm just going to kind of, I just kind of got used to kind of navigating my life around this fuzziness. And, um, 
you know, it is what it is. I'm kind of miserable and whatever. And then on the one day you're like, hold up, hold the fuck up. Wait, you're so you're, wait, wait a minute. So you're telling me that I could get glasses and I could see clearly, wait, wait a minute. Wait, hold the fuck, hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. No way, no way. And so it's like, yeah, sure. You can be cool with being average. You know, you can be cool with this, you know, mundane life. Sure, if that's fine, you know, whatever. You don't have to. You don't have to. And I think, you know, that that's what opened my eyes years ago was I'm like, I'm just really tired of being unhappy. Like, I was so angry for so long. Literally so angry. So fucking angry. And... You know, blaming everybody and fighting and hateful, really hateful, really like shut the fuck up. Like I just was like really, I was really just toxic to myself because I had issues that I wasn't dealing with. And one day something clicked to me. I was like, I don't have to be like this. I don't like this about myself. So I'm going to change it. It was like a light switch that went off. And I was like, I just want to be happy, you know. And I don't want to be like that anymore. And I think that's really simply enough. That's really how it happened for me. I started, I, and it all happened because I started doing things that I like to do that made me feel good. And I was like, wow, this really makes me feel good. Like working out really makes me feel good. I, you know, I really got a lot of aggression and anger out from working out. And I was like, wow, this is great. I don't have to feel shitty. You know, I didn't cry for like 10 years. Um, I was so out of touch with my feelings. I literally couldn't cry. I was so, that was my defense mechanism because I knew I had so many feelings that if I, if I allowed myself to feel, I would break the fuck down. But there is such a breakthrough from the breakdown as my past episode. In order to get to that next level, that next chapter, the next step, I did have to have a fucking breakdown, a fucking realization and say like, whoo, I got to get that out. I got to release that. I got to let it go. You know? Those feelings that I'm feeling, they're valid. They're okay. You know, it's okay that you have them, but like, let it go. It's only hurting you. It's really only hurting you. It's not hurting anybody else. Maybe your family members will be, or your friends will be concerned that you, you know, just be like, you know, is she okay? Or what can we do? But it's really, it's really hurting you. So there's, there's so much power and taking that step and saying, like, I want to feel really good. I want to feel good. And, and I'm able to do that. I'm able to. Um, I'm just happy to be back. I know today was like a um, sort of like a rambling episode. But I just kind of wanted to renew, you know, renew you, renew you, get, get, get to a place of renewal. Get to a refresh. Because the sun comes up every day, whether, whether you're ready or not. The sun is ready to shine every day, every morning, whether you're ready or not. So let's get ready. Let's get ready. Let's act like we are a wrestler on national TV. And you're coming down with your song playing, you know, cue flawless, cue freedom, cue whatever is your go-to song. And you're coming down and you're ready to, you know, you're... You're, you're ready to square up with, with, with the things that are not doing you any good. You should be angry at the fact that, like, something else has control over you. Like, that fuels me up. Like, wow, I can be really a big bitch sometimes, and I don't like that. I want to change that. I don't like that about myself. You know, back when I was in high school, I would, I, I, um, I remember like whoever I was around, this was just a thing that I worked on when I was in high school, I was like 16, 17. I remember my friends came to me and they're like, you know, my two best friends. And they were like, whenever you're around this person, you like change, you know, and you become like, I remember I was like, that doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't sit right with me. I don't like that. I don't like that. So I changed it. 
I changed it. There's nothing wrong with that. You know? You should want to better yourself. It doesn't mean you're a horrible person. It just means you have a couple things to work on. We always do. We always have things to work on. Nobody's perfect. Perfection is an illusion. But if your heart is pure, if you're kind, if you have love, if you show love to yourself, to other people, if you're compassionate, then you're doing a pretty good job. You're doing a pretty good job. So, you know, think about how far you fucking come. You know, think about last year, the place you were in last year. Wow. You've really, kudos, great job. You have made leaps and bounds. Think about five years ago. Wow. Hats off. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, we still have a long way to go, sure. But the progress you've made thus far, throw yourself a motherfucking party. You're doing a really good job. If no one's told you recently, I'm here to tell you, I'm here to remind you, you're doing a really good job. Despite all the odds against you, you are doing a good job. And let's remember that. You know, it's okay to be flawed. It's okay to have things that we need to work on. It's okay to, you know, not have it all together. But let's get a plan in order. Let's get a plan together to, you know, switch it up a little bit. Switch it up a little bit. Don't sleep on yourself. Don't motherfucking, we don't have to walk around here with blurred vision. You know what I mean? We can see clear. We can, I can see clearly now the rain is on. Seriously. I love you. Have a wonderful week. Remember, the only person that you can change is yourself. The only actions that you have control over are your own. And there is knowledge, I'm sorry, there is power in having knowledge of, you know, what you need to change, what you need to work on, how you can be better, and how you can get to that next, that next level. We are trying to fucking level up, bitch. We're trying to level the fuck up. Every day, we're trying to level the fuck up, spiritually, mentally, physically, whatever the fuck, we're trying to level up, get to that next chapter. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Follow Self Love Babe on Instagram. We are at Self Love Babe Podcast on Instagram. Um, and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, please. I love a good review. You can't really leave reviews on, on Spotify or any other thing, I don't think. But even if you're not on, even if you listen on a different platform, hop on over to Apple Podcasts just to leave me, leave me a review would be much appreciated. I love you so much. Hit my DM if you want to chat. You know I'm open to chat about anything. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Self Love Babe podcast with your host, Genevieve Jackson. New episodes drop every single Monday on all podcast platforms. In the meantime, follow Self Love Babe podcast at self love bay podcast on instagram or follow genevieve at jen jacks we look forward to seeing you next week in the meantime never ever feel guilty for putting yourself at the forefront of your life you are completely up to you so let's decide to make sure that you are happy with who you are Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.